Hi everyone, um, I'm Ben Braun. I'm a senior researcher at the Max Planck Institute for the Study of Societies in Cologne, Germany. Um, and I'm here today with uh, Stephen Klein, who is a lecturer of political theory in the Department of Political Economy uh, at King's College, London. And Stephen, uh, just wrote a book, or rather, he he's, he spent many years writing a book, and it is coming out this week, this Thursday, um, with Cambridge University Press. The book is called The Work of Politics, Making a Democratic Welfare State, and uh, Stephen and I uh, will be talking for six minutes, um, mainly about his new book, but uh, who knows, maybe also about other things. Um, the book is, I think, uh, very fascinating uh, and important and, yeah, powerful new intervention in, in political theory, also partly in history, political economy, movement studies, uh, many things, really. Um, and it is a book, ultimately, about uh, the welfare state and the, the politics of the welfare state, but um, that is trying to move away from thinking about the welfare states in terms of rights and entitlements and uh, thinking about it in terms of power and social movements, uh, which I think is a surprisingly topical take on the way welfare state in, in in 2020 in ways that maybe you did not imagine um, at, at some points of the writing process, Stephen. Yeah, and that's exactly, you know, it was funny because I started writing the book in, I, well, in graduate school in 2010, and it was sort of responding to the 2008 financial crisis and this feeling that many political theorists had neglected to really understand political economy and capitalism. And then as I was writing it, you suddenly had the Bernie Sanders campaign and Medicare for All. You had Jeremy Corbyn in the UK. You had a kind of rise of these new political leaders who are really trying to activate democratic social movements around issues like healthcare, um, like the welfare state. Uh, and part of what that then helped me see in the work I'd already been doing is the welfare state really isn't about rights and redistribution. I mean, that's what we often think about it as social rights and economic redistribution. Those are both important. Uh, but when you really look at the history of the welfare state, what I saw is really it was about democratic social movements who are sort of had an ambivalent relationship to the welfare state, but nonetheless saw that the institutions that were being created could actually enable them to uh, advance their critiques of society. So you're writing about the present world and uh, and current social movements and current, uh, you know, yeah, uh, battles uh, around the welfare state, but you do so by looking to history. And I think you're also engaging with uh, actually the historical literature. So, yeah. so you're both looking for uh, historical lessons for today, but you're also, I think, engaging with uh, debates about the past, right? Yeah, I mean, part of the part of my impulse is that the sort of the story, the historical story we tell ourselves about the welfare state is really going to influence what sort of political possibilities we see on offer today. And so, for example, one of the arguments I make in the book is a lot of the history of the welfare state is very influenced by the political thought of Max Weber, and Weber was not a friend of democratic social movements. 
And so insofar as our kind of history of the welfare state uses his ideas, we're going to kind of both misunderstand the past. We're going to misunderstand how we got to where we are. Um, but also we're going to misunderstand sort of, or we're going to use that misunderstanding of the past in a way that leads us to not understand, say, what opportunities for social movements are available. Today, we might turn to mistaken, what I see as kind of mistaken, overly pessimistic strategies that reject the state and the welfare state altogether and look to other sorts of politics. Um, uh, and I think this is something on the left that often happens where people accept these kind of very dark and pessimistic histories of the welfare state. And as a result, they turn away from um, what I think could be actually pretty radical possibilities uh, to challenge sort of the existing economic systems of Western capitalist societies that the welfare state uh, allows. Uh, it's 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 funny uh, because just before we started the conversation, there there, there were there was some news in Germany about one of the candidates for leadership of the Conservative Party. Um, uh, is in a bit of trouble for having said what uh, is a, is probably, I assume, a talking point um, among conservatives in the current moment, which is that too many people are getting too used to not working. Right. You know, and it, I, it made me think of our upcoming conversation because saying something like this when you're running for the leadership of a party just some, it seems to betray a, a, a sense of panic uh, among among um, certain interests that does seem to point, uh, you know, to you having a really good point about the radical potential of of, of the welfare state and of uh, the welfare state uh, in action in a in the current moment, where really you see uh, 